Welcome to the PPM Academy podcast for project, program, and portfolio managers, where we will interview industry experts and discuss current and future trends in the world of project, program, and portfolio management, and how what we do impacts our company's execution culture. I'm Gerald Leonard. Okay, today we have Ken Boyd. He writes blogs, articles, and white papers and provides video content. He is the co founder of accountinged.com and owns St. Louis Test Preparation, accountingaccidentally.com. Ken is the author of Cost Accounting for Dummies, Accounting All-in-One for Dummies, The CPA Exam for Dummies, and 1001 Accounting Questions for Dummies. That's a lot of dummy books. (laughs) (laughs) As a former CPA auditor and tax preparer and college professor, Boyd brings a wealth of business experience and education to any audience. Ken, thanks for joining us today. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, great, great. Well, let's go ahead and jump into this. So, you know, I always, every time I interview someone or talk to them, I always kind of get started with, hey, how did you get started in this field? And um, what made what has made you successful throughout your career? Mm-hmm. Yeah, after spending a... Uh... Quite a few years as a CPA, I started to gradually move into training in 1999. I actually taught the uh, what is now FINRA test prep okay. for people getting licensed to be stockbrokers. And that led to a person in my class getting me to St. Louis University as a professor. Right. And then to go forward farther, I started a YouTube channel in 2008 for accounting and finance that now has about 430 videos on it. Wow. Uh, Still gets a fair number of views every month. Okay. A literary agent uh, was Googling the term cost accounting in 2012, and I happened to rank high on that search word, that search phrase. And he emailed me and asked me if I would be interested in writing cost accounting for dummies, and I did. And that led to the four dummies books, the video work I do on LinkedIn and Creative Live. So that's how I've... uh, got into where I am now as a trainer, really. And I think yeah. my success is because I can explain complex ideas by relating them to topics that somebody already understands. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, in fact, you and I kind of, uh, I kind of stumbled onto you by looking at cost accounting and I looked at cost accounting for dummies and I looked the information up and I said, oh, there's a phone number and I reached out and uh, that's how we started having these conversations and talking. And so, um, and plus being an author, you, you, you realize that authors are still very, they're people too, and they're accessible. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, so what do you think is poorly understood about the world of cost accounting? Um, there's two big problems that I see with cost accounting. The first is, is that it's poorly explained by college professors. And part of the reason is, is that the language of cost accounting is different from all the other accounting you take in college. It's a hard course to teach in college because I actually taught it. Okay. The other problem is, is that it's misunderstood by the accounting industry. You'll find lots of companies, 10 million, a hundred million dollars in sales that don't have a handle on cost accounting and probably don't have someone on in-house who does that right. task. Right. The reason that it's a problem is that every cost in your business must be assigned to a product or service you sell 
to recover the cost. Okay. And if you don't assign all your costs, direct, indirect, everything, you can't price your product and generate a specific level of profit. So cost accounting helps you assign costs to a product or service accurately because inaccuracy is a big problem. Yeah. And it's also a system to review your results along the way using variance analysis. Okay. And make corrections to your costs and profits along the way, hopefully every month. You know, with cost accounting and this and pro and obviously I think it fits well in the world of project and program management, even portfolio management. Um, what what's been some of your thoughts and and even get into your story um, of helping companies who are doing cost accounting as they deal with projects as well? Because, you know, my main audience is projects, program, and portfolio managers. And so how does that play a role in their life? And, and as you're saying that, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story as well? Yeah, you know, I did accounting for years. I was at KPMG way back in the early 90s and did a lot of accounting on my own. Okay. Uh, I happen to be in St. Louis, and I know a lot of people who are in the commercial building business and residential. Okay. Um, two or three friends of mine are project managers, and the the challenge that they face is is that profit margins in a commercial construction business in many cases are very narrow. Yeah. Five percent or less in some cases. Right. So there's two problems. First of all, you have to quote and bid the job correctly. For example, a friend of mine has a uh, works with a lot of union pipe fitters. Okay. And he has to be very precise on labor hours because salary and benefits for labor is 80% of his project cost. Got it. So you have to be precise on estimating it. And then once you take on the job, you have to really stay on top of it and make adjustments to costs if you're away from what your standard or your budget of costs would be. So if you're buying steel and you're paying 10% more than you thought, you need to address that and go get another vendor. So those are two challenges I see, and I've worked over the years with a lot of uh, project-based companies, mostly in the construction business. Your role model, the way that you have kind of come about this, how does that work for you? You know, um, I worked for, I've worked for some people who are really role models over the years, including a, uh, a CPA friend of mine yeah. who has a unique ability to – he has a large tax practice. He has a unique ability to uh, have a sense of humor, motivate his staff, and yet move a tremendous amount of work through during tax season in a very short amount of time. And his entire practice is doing taxes for law, legal people who are law partners in particular. Okay. So it's a very big, complex. Yeah. And he, I have tremendous. Uh, admiration for him because he takes a very complex process, gets it all done, but does it in a way that he has a, uh, a happy and motivated staff. Right. Which is a challenge. <laughs> especially oh, when huge you, challenge. Well, especially when you, I, I've worked for a, uh, a, a major law firm with a thousand lawyers and some of these folks are Ivy league and, oh um, yeah, you know, yeah. So that's, it's a major challenge and doing it in a way where, at the end of the day, everybody's happy and, you know, happy Monday, happy Friday. It's like, really? <laughs> so, you know, yeah, these are, uh, he has the biggest firm in St. Louis. Wow. Um, they're all law. They're all partners. Okay. And they're all highly mated, highly motivated people. And that's a tough audience to keep happy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 
So what besides that challenge, what other challenges have you had to deal with recently? You know, uh, one big client of mine is an online test prep site that is starting a CPA exam test prep site. Okay. And uh, they hired a big national company to help them uh, write test questions and edit them, and the entire project fell apart. Oh, wow. So they came to me and asked me to help edit some questions on their site, and uh, that was a challenge because uh, there was a – Many of the people who had written the questions did not have English as their first language. So you had not only the technical issues in the question, but you also had the gr- grammatical problems in the question. So that yeah. was a big challenge recently, and uh, they're almost done, and they're going to launch their site in a couple of months. Right. That's like me trying to write a, uh, a um, security uh, clearance uh, exam in Swedish. <laughs> it's exactly. not, it's not. It was It was brutal. <laughs> It was pretty brutal. Um, it was a ch- tough job to bid because I didn't know exactly how long it would take me to fix everything, but right. we worked it out. Right, exactly. So you get the idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, obviously really knee-deep and have a lot of expertise. You've taught, you've written four books, you have 400, 400 videos and YouTube channel um, and some really great stuff out there. And I think people would uh, be wise to check you out and check out your books. I know I have, and I am, I have, I've learned a lot and I'm learning a lot. Um, so what trends do you see in the accounting industry? And, and really because of my, again, my audience is project program portfolio managers. I want to kind of slant it to focus around how do you see it affecting folks who do these types of products, especially in the construction industry or even in big IT and the idea of agile and things getting done fast and so on. Well, what, what are your thoughts there? You know, technology is allowed, technology, particularly in the last five years, we now have people that are, we have smaller staffs doing a bigger variety of work, managing multiple tasks and doing it fast. Right. That's an issue. Yeah. And because... Uh, of improved technology. Another issue is, is that there's really nowhere to hide in terms of, of performance and financial results. So if you do stub your toe or stumble, okay. people are going to see your financial results right away, both internally and externally and know about it. And that can affect your stock price, your relationships with vendors, other stakeholders. Right. So it's more important than ever that people consistently every week every month analyze the costs for a project they're working on okay so they can make an informed decision because if you don't those poor financial results are going to be communicated to creditors investors and there's just no excuse for not having some sort of a plan for using cost accounting in your business gotcha gotcha i know i've been as i've been going through your material in your books i've been looking at my business and making some adjustments and, and um, really taking consideration a lot of things that you talk about. So, you know, Ken, as we as we get ready to land this, um, is there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you about cost accounting? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, um, there there is one issue that I think is misunderstood, and I always use it uh, an example of a, if you're rushing to the gate to catch a plane. Yeah. And you and you're going to buy a ticket. And you buy a ticket at the last minute and you run on the plane and you think about how much more did it cost the airline to have you jump on that plane 
as a passenger? And the answer is not much because they'd already paid for the landing slot, the fuel, the salary and benefits for everybody who works on the plane, depreciation, insurance for the plane, et cetera. So it gets to a point, uh, a term called sunk cost or past cost. Right. My point here is, is that there are almost no relevant costs to selling that extra ticket to the person who gets on the plane. And a lot of people make a mistake of not excluding past costs, sunk costs when they make a business decision. Okay. Okay. So another quick example would be if uh, you lease space in a building and you're going to close the company division where that, that uses that building. Yes. And you're going to pay the lease whether that division is open or not. Okay. The cost of that lease is not a relevant decision in your decision to close the biz that down that division because you're paying it either way. Right. So a lot of people miss that concept that you should exclude fixed locked-in costs from a business decision because they're not relevant. They won't change based mm. on what decision you make. Right. So if someone wants to learn about you and um, gain some more information and, and check out your, your stuff, where should they go? So uh, two places, really. Uh, if you go to Amazon.com and type in Kenneth Boyd, you'll get the site. Okay. Uh, you'll get my page that shows uh, all of my books. Okay. The other is my website is called Accounting Accidentally. Okay. And if you go to Accounting Accidentally, you'll see links to all the YouTube videos. There's about 430 blog posts. And there is a an about me page and a work with me page where you can find out everything. Okay, excellent. In fact, that's how I that's how I found out about you. I I looked up uh, cost accounting for dummies and you know looked at the author and started looking at the material and said this is really good and I need to talk to someone and went to your websites and you know voila here we are talking. So that's awesome. that's, that's how I ended up finding you. Well, I have one more question. And I always ask this of my guests. You know, as you have gone through this journey and obviously become a, a, an incredible expert in this area, what's one word of advice you would give someone who would be interested in becoming a, um, a Ken Boyd, who, you know, someone who is an expert in cost accounting or in, or in any uh, technical area? What's the thing that you, that you think has helped you to become who you are? Uh, it's it's persistence and resilience, um, which okay. I think is the, the most important human trait. And an example of that is I started my YouTube channel in 2008. And if you look at the first videos, they were very raw and not very well produced. Okay. But I kept at it. Yeah. And I kept at it and I kept at it. I'm, I'm the same way about my blog. I just keep adding and adding and adding. And uh, that resilience persistence pays off because most people don't do it. Right. And um, I end up, uh, most of the work I've gotten over the years has been unexpected, and it's simply that somebody found me because of all the content I keep putting out there. Yep, yep, and I can totally relate. I'm just constantly, <laughs> I'm just constantly, just keep putting it out there, and you'll get better. Keep putting you... it out there, exactly. Well, um, today we've been speaking to Ken Boyd. Uh, again, he is the author of four, count them, four books on cost accounting, accounting for dummies, CPA exam for dummies, and 1,001 accounting questions for dummies. I love the dummy series uh, because once you're done reading it, you're no longer a dummy. Um, but 
he has he has definitely brought a wealth of knowledge and insight to uh, to our discussion today. And Ken, thanks so much for joining us. And if you're listening to the podcast and you want some additional insights, go to Principle of Execution and click on the blog tab and uh, our podcast tab, sorry, and you'll be led to a number of other podcasts on the topics of project program and portfolio management. All right, have a good one. Bye-bye.